0: Hey, everybody. I just wanted to take a minute and thank you for listening to this podcast. Make sure you leave a like and a review on whatever podcast platform you're getting this from. Watch my daily radio shows live stream on rumble.com slash Casey the host. And I'm moving away from Facebook onto Telegram. So please follow me on Telegram at Casey the host. And of course, my website, which is a conservative news aggregator. You can get all of the best real news every single day. Plus my daily show prep podcast videos and more the burning Truth.us. And if you like knives, kydex holsters, pepper spray, and hidden cameras, make sure you do your shopping at asdefense.com. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in, News Talk 95.3, Michigan's news channel. I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson. Hope you all had a great holiday. And two holidays since the holiday that we just had on Thursday, because you got Black Friday, then you got Cyber Monday, and you get two days off in between. Josh, how was your holiday? Was it good? Because you had, you had deuces this year, right? You're doing the Deucey Deuce thing. Because Josh is about half a foot in from getting cuffed. And when you're in that stage, you do two holidays, and then you get cuffed, and suddenly your two holiday meals go down to one holiday meal, and everybody argues and fights the whole time. That's how it works. So, Josh, had to, did, you, did you have turkey at both of them, or did you have... An alternative meat source. Turkey at both. And they were fantastic. Okay. We figured out we are going to do a whole tutorial video on this. Okay? We stumbled onto something this year. We figured out how to do a traditional Thanksgiving dinner in 30 flipping minutes. True story. Be on the lookout for that next year. We're doing a tutorial video. For real. It took 30 minutes. No joke. No joke, the longest part of preparing Thanksgiving was me cutting up the marshmallows because the store was out of the normal little size marshmallows and we had to buy the big marshmallows. It took me twice as long to cut the bag of marshmallows into quarters as it did for the entire meal to be prepared. True story. Now, I don't know about the rest of you, but does that sound so much better than slaving in a kitchen all day? Doesn't it? If you're not cooking, you're drinking. That's just a more fun holiday, if you ask me. I wish that I could start this off, though. Our, our Thanksgiving was was just fine, but I wish I could start this week off a little bit brighter. I know that we've had several days off, and as a result of having several days off, you know, I, I get into work and I learn a couple of things about the company of which I am employed, and I'm not thrilled about it. And I haven't talked to anybody about this up until now because, frankly, if I talk to them about it, I will get fired before I get on the air. So... I'm going to make Josh very uncomfortable right now by airing some dirty laundry about federated media. And I just want to start off by saying I am, I'm extremely disappointed in the company that I work for. And here's the thing, you work for a company, how long have I been here, what, 11 years? You work for a company and you think you know the, the culture and the attitude of the company and then they do something that just disappoints you so much. And I don't know how to recover from this. So honestly, I I genuinely don't know what I am going to do from here on. I got to work today, and I was horrified to learn that I work for a racist company. I walked into the bathroom today. Maybe you've noticed, Josh. I walked into the bathroom today. And our standard brown paper towels have been replaced with white ones. And I'm sorry, I will not stand for that. That's... That is not... Josh, that's not okay. How how much weight just came off of your shoulders just now? (laughs) He said a lot. (laughs) Here's the thing. I had a pleasant conversation with the general manager about her holiday. She took off. She might be in the car listening. (laughs) I got the PD upstairs. (laughs) Ah, In all of my years working here, we have had the brown paper towels in the bathroom. And I walked in last week and they were white. Bleached white. Which sounds like, what kind of racist nonsense is this? Can't have that. I don't know why we decided to upgrade on the paper towels and not the toilet paper though. That's that's the thing. That's the, <laughs> all right. Little known facts. Okay, Josh, I will let you tell I will let you tell everybody. Crack the microphone. Because I don't want to even lead you on this. Little known facts about Casey Hendrickson. What do I have in that drawer over there for bathroom time? Yeah, so about seven feet behind me, there's a secret roll that Casey has told me when he went on vacation. He was like, hey, by the way, just in case you ever need it, there's a (laughs) roll of toilet paper right here. And it's a good kind. It's a Charmin Extra Soft. Yeah, man, I got the good stuff in there. Oh, it's a good kind. Look, if you can't love yourself, you can't love anybody else. And I'm sorry, anybody who deuces in that bathroom and uses that toilet paper, they're suicidal. That's a cry for help. That is a cry for help. Takes you back to elementary school. But we upgraded on the paper towels. Absolutely. So are they disincentivizing people from going number two in the bathroom? Or are they trying to torture people who go number two in the bathroom by slicing up their backside? Which one is it? Because whatever they have in that bathroom doesn't clean your backside. So, yes, I have a secret stash of high-quality toilet paper in this studio. (laughs) So I don't have to use that stuff. Uh, And that's, again, that's if I can... If I can get away with not doing it, I will get away with not doing it. Most of you know that I have uh, I have a throne of water at home and only peasants use the toilet paper, but occasionally you have an emergency. <laughs> What's that? What'd you say? Yeah, man, a throne of water at home, man. You gotta have that you gotta have that jet stream, power jet. Yeah, we're looking to upgrade this year to some heated water too. It's gonna be nice. My derriere isn't as uh, rugged as it used to be as, as a result. I've got a, I got, a, I got a baby's derriere now, but I'll be honest with you. I ain't going back, man. It's never going to happen. All right. Why did I start all of that with that lighthearted stuff? Because I am going to play for you, and after I play for you, I'm going to go into many, many, many stories of some of the most imbecilic, nonsensical garbage that you have ever heard in your entire life. I'm just letting you know that. You had four days off for the most part, okay? You had four days off. You didn't have to worry about me for the past several days. You had, hopefully, a nice holiday where you dealt with some of your relatives and probably some friends if you got roped into going to a friend's house or something like that. But this is the stuff you're going to hear today. You're not going to know what to do. Do you cry? Do you laugh? I was at a lunch meeting today and they were saying, hey, how is it that you could possibly talk about some of this stuff and not lose your mind? I've just been doing it long enough, guys. It it used to be that way. It's that way with everybody when they get started. They get so angry, so mad. I've been doing this long enough that I've just kind of figured this out. Um, But, you know, some people never grow out of that. I suppose it's possible. Josh, cue my audio, please. I want to take people back in time. Okay? Let's go back in time. This is the evil one, Dr. Fauci, and he is on MSNBC. You remember this one? A lot of what you're seeing as attacks on me, quite frankly, are attacks on science. Remember that? Remember that? If you attack me, you're actually attacking science. That was Fauci back in June, okay? So back on June 9th, that's Fauci. And he was mocked mercilessly for saying something so completely asinine. Josh, you have any idea what the number one psychological issue facing doctors are when it comes to their patients? God complex. Okay? God complex. A lot of medical professionals get a God complex. And this is, I am God. I'm playing with people's lives. I decide who lives and dies. I give life. I save life. I'm God. This is a God complex. This is a... It's... It's a very big problem in the medical community, so much so that they screen doctors who come down with it so that way they can get rid of them. This is a very big deal. So now, flash forward, that was MSNBC back in June. Now we're on CBS. Face the Nation over the weekend. Here is Suck Face Fauci. It seems another layer of danger to play politics around matters of life and death. Exactly. Exactly. And to me, that's That's unbelievably bad, because all I want to do is save people's lives. Okay, I'm going to pause it there. Fauci just said, all I want to do is save people's lives. That's not true. You know how we know that's not true? Because Fauci said it wasn't true. You remember when radio host Bill Bennett, who's a friend of Fauci and a, a Republican radio host, you remember when Bill Bennett interviewed Fauci a few weeks back? probably a couple months now, feels like a few weeks. And he said, I believe that you have become so toxic to many people in this country that they will not get vaccinated just because you asked them to. And if I could provide you with, with any evidence that would say, if you stepped aside, more people would get vaccinated, would you step aside? It was a purely hypothetical question that Bill Bennett was asking Dr. Fauci. If I could prove to you, beyond the shadow of a doubt, that more people's lives would be saved if you just stepped down and went out of the way. And what did Dr. Fauci say? He would not step down. He said he wouldn't. Just like he has been saying since the 1980s, as people have been demanding that he step down. Maybe it was the 1990s. There's been a lot of medical professionals over the years who have demanded that Dr. Fauci step down because he was putting lives at risk. And he has said, absolutely not every single time. So he's not only interested in saving lives because he was given a hypothetical scenario where he could save lives, and he still, in the hypothetical scenario, chose not to save those lives. Why? Ego. God complex. It's a hypothetical. Hey, Josh, hypotheticals aren't real, right? There's still make-believe. So Bill Bennett asked him a make-believe question, which he could have hit out of the park, and said, look, if you could show me the data that I would save lives if I stepped down, I would step down. Who wouldn't say that, Josh? What person in the public light would not elevate their 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 position with people by saying, if it meant saving lives, I would absolutely step down? You know who wouldn't do that? An egomaniac wouldn't do that. And that's exactly what Dr. Fauci said. Bill Bennett, who is his friend and believes everything that Fauci says, Bill Bennett still said, if I proved, if I came to you with hard data that you were the reason people weren't getting vaccinated, would you step down so more people would get vaccinated? He goes, no. So he's not interested in saving lives. He's interested in his ego. But he continues. I mean, anybody who's looking at this carefully realizes that there's a distinct anti-science flavor to this mm, yeah so if yeah. they get up and criticize science mm. nobody's gonna know what they're talking about mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but if they get up and really aim their bullets at tony fauci well people could recognize there's a person there so it's easy to criticize but they're really criticizing science because- they're really just criticizing science that's all they're doing they're just criticizing the science man they're not criticizing me they're just criticizing science mr i am science back in june Okay. Now, anybody who criticizes me is really just criticizing science. He's still on that wagon, you know. He attacked uh, Senator Ted Cruz over the weekend. You know, T- Senator Cruz basically said the Fauci belongs in jail. And in the interview you just heard, he, he attacked Ted Cruz. I belong in jail. What happened on January 6th? Well, what happened on January 6 is a bunch of people being prosecuted. Many of which have been demonstrably and undeniably abused and their civil rights have been violated so much so that the courts have now gotten involved, the federal marshal service has now gotten involved. That's what's happened with January 6th. But when he goes out there and he says, I represent science, which is what Fauci said. That is a direct quote in another part of that interview. I represent science. Tell me that that man does not have a God complex because there's a lot of people who represented science. I posted this over the weekend. Uh, Shiro Ishii represented science. He he tortured and did human experimentations for the Empire of Japan. Uh, Josef Mengele uh, represented science when he did those experiments for the Nazis. Francis Galton represented science. Charles B. Davenport represented science. Over 30 states in the United States of America, including the first one to do so, the state of Indiana, their health departments pushed forced sterilization. They all represented science too. Those same health departments that are now telling you to do what they say to save lives. Pharmaceutical companies when they lied to their their patients and to the public and you know caused untold numbers of people to be permanently maimed or dead as a result of their lies. They represented science and they're the ones making the drugs that everybody is saying that you're attacking science over. Uh, let's not forget that that Fauci and Francis Collins, you know the director of the NIH, they represented science when they put bugle beagle not bugle beagle puppies and had flies eat their faces off after slitting their throats no no medical or scientific reason whatsoever to do that but they represented science when they did that you know this notion again that science is inherently good is a bunch of crap there's a lot of bad science that happens out there which is why you have to have ethics driving your scientific research but they're making this case that all science is good science, no matter what science. That is not true. Blatantly false. Well, real scientists are blasting fake scientist Fauci over this. We'll talk about that coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michigan's News. Yeah, by the way, uh, in that same interview that Dr. Fauci espoused his God complex again, somebody pointed out in the live stream, you stupid peasants, you wouldn't understand science if people talked about science, and that's why you just attacked Fauci, which is weird because when people like me actually talk about the science, what do we get from the public health officials and the Fauciites out there? No actual science. Josh, how long have I been asking for actual science? Long time, right? They don't have any. I have a lot of it. They don't have any. Dr. Fauci was right about masks early on, but then he changed his mind. Remember what the reason was? Well, the science changed. What did I ask? Okay, what study came out that changed the science? Nobody has given that to me. Going on, what, over a year? Nobody's given that study to me because it doesn't exist. A real scientist blasted Fauci as a serial liar. Which, of course, he is. Richard Ebright, an award winning scientist and the Board of Governors, uh, the Governor's Professor of Chemistry and Chemical Biology at Rutgers University. He responded to statements that Fauci made on Sunday, repeatedly calling Fauci a serial liar. One, Fauci is such a tool. I love it when people start off that way. The question posed to him in Congress was whether he funded gain of function research, which he lied about. He either did or he didn't. He said he didn't. New evidence suggests he did. This isn't a scientific question. It's true. He and Collins, Francis Collins, got caught lying to everybody. Number two, Fauci, I'm going to be saving lives and they're going to be lying. Politico, anyone who's been this wrong and misled people this much should not hide behind science, especially when he has so blatantly ignored or misunderstood the science throughout. I like this guy. Number three, Fauci then implied that Senator Cruz should be prosecuted for January 6th, and I'm going to be saving lives, and they're going to be lying, he added. He also proclaimed, I represent science, and if you damage science, you're doing something very detrimental to society. What did what did Ted Cruz do on January 6th that would warrant his prosecution? Hmm? Come on, Fauci. Use that scientific message to figure out what Ted Cruz did that was illegal. Go ahead. And while you're at it, use the scientific method to find a single individual who committed insurrection on January 6th. Go ahead. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. You can't because the entire FBI can't, which is why nobody's been charged with it, because it didn't happen. There is no insurrection. I know that you all know that, but I'm just pointing it out. So I like seeing real scientists out. Rand Paul blasting him too. Rand Paul. Again, a real man of science. Medical science has been right about this the entire time. Let's not forget all of the treatments that are currently standard for COVID that are working. Dr. Paul proposed to Fauci in closed Senate hearings, and Fauci said, we tried those. They don't work. Huh. So what about this new Omicron variant? Josh, you heard about Omicron? You haven't heard about Omicron over the weekend, huh? All right. There's a couple of things on Omicron, also known as Z-squared. We'll get to the Omicron variant, the new South African variant that everybody is scaremongering about. The only problem is there's really nothing to be scared of. We'll talk about that coming up on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. MNC News Time is 3.34. Time to check out Impress Jewelry Creations, creating meaningful jewelry for the moments so that will last a lifetime. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson. Don't forget, you can watch me online at rumble.com slash Casey the host. Also want to thank R&B Car Company, locations in South Bend and Warsaw. RB Car Company are your used car experts. All right, Omicron. That is the new scary variant of Z COVID. There is, um, there is a major problem here. You know, they're supposed to be using the Greek alphabet to name COVID, right? Hey, you know what? You know what Greek alphabetic letter they skipped, Josh? Z. What's the what's the name of Winnie the Winnie the flu again? In China, you know, you know, the president for life of China, President Z. Hey, did you know that the World Health Organization admitted that they skipped over naming a variant of COVID Z so they didn't upset Winnie the flu over there in China? Huh. Then again, all variants of COVID are the Z variant when you really think about it. But isn't that something? They did not want to name a variant of COVID Z because the president of China is named Z. They didn't didn't want any, any connotations there. Well, here's the deal. The doctor who first discovered Omicron, this is not the same South African variant that they were talking about in, was it April so, there was a South African variant that they were trying to scare everybody about in the summer. And that was going to be the next big one. It was supposed to squash out Delta. That sort of turns out it flamed out, wasn't a big deal. But they scared everybody about the South African variant for quite some time. Now, if you remember, there was some research about that South African variant, which is different than this South African variant. But the research in that South African variant actually found that covid was targeting people who were vaccinated so if you were unvaccinated and never had covid you were less likely to get this new south african variant again this is back in the summer you were less likely to get the south african variant than if you were vaccinated that was what the preliminary research showed and so naturally they were super scared about that one but turns out that wasn't really a big risk wasn't really a big threat You go back into the summer, April, maybe June, um, you go back and you look at it, they were really pumping up the South African variant and how scary and deadly it was. Well, that variant flamed out. This is a different strain. It is not the same South African variant. I I confirmed all of this. People would ask me about it over the weekend. Uh, It is a completely different designation. This new South African variant, now called Omicron, since we can't call it Z, is super scary, they say. Now, from the very beginning, as I have been telling you, and as every immunologist has been telling you, um, every medical expert in the world has been telling you who's credible, viruses evolve to be less deadly and more infectious. That's what they do. They don't want to kill their hosts. They want to survive. And they want their hosts to live so they can continue to multiply. That is what their, their, their genetic drive is. So when you have a, a virus like this that starts to mutate and evolve, it's going to become more infectious and it will become less deadly. And that is exactly what has happened for the most part with this disease. Now, this Omicron variant has like 32 or 33 mutations that are different from, uh, from the, the, uh, the what, alpha, I guess it was, that the vaccine was developed for. And the vaccine only really protects against one potential mutation. So that's why they're worried about this. They basically assume that this thing could just go right, right around a, any of the vaccines, even if you've just been vaccinated post two weeks and all that stuff. So there's so many factors with the Omicron variant that are different that they just assume it'll go right through a vaccine. Now, is that scary? Well, let's talk to the guy who actually discovered it. He is the COVID advisor to the South African government. His name is Professor Barry Schaub. And Barry Schaub says the Omicron variant it has completely different symptoms. Its symptoms are mild, and it has not caused an increase in hospitalizations. In fact, he says, and I quote, we haven't admitted anyone with it to the hospital. That sounds scary, Josh. Huh? What are you, what are you talking about? You, you got Joe Biden out there going, we're going to fight this new very do I need to remind everybody that more people have died from COVID under Joe Biden than Donald Trump in a shorter period of time? Do I need to point that out? I feel like I, I, feel like I do. <clears throat> Countering global alarmism about the Omicron variant of COVID-19, the doctor who first discovered it says the strain is mild and hasn't caused an uptick in hospitalizations. Governments across the world are imposing new travel bans and other virus restrictions in response to claims that the new strain is more transmissible and could prove more deadly than Delta. However, those with the most expertise on the ground in South Africa are all saying the opposite. So, again, he's the chairman of the uh, Ministerial Advisory Committee on Vaccines. He told Sky News that the panic is misplaced. The cases that have occurred so far have all been mild cases, mild to moderate cases, and that's a good sign. But, as the D.C. swamp would like you to know, what does he know? He's only South African. Got more coming up, 95.3 MNC. See, like a butterfly, man. r Car Company, like a butterfly, just <laughs> float away. That's it. Done with these in-laws. Done with them. Got a great deal, too. As you're burning out from the driveway and the paper's flying out of your, your brand new vehicle's windows, be like, I got a great deal. You can scream something like, have a good life. I know some of you feel like you want to do that right now. I know it, but you got one more holiday to get through. Then you get to get drunk on New Year's and it all goes away. (laughs) All right, Omicron. Hey, did uh, did you see that Joe Biden put a travel ban in place? Wow, Joe Biden said travel bans are racist and xenophobic when Trump did them. Now Joe Biden's doing it. Joe Biden isn't letting any Africans into the country. That seems horror. That's more racist than changing our brown paper towels to white paper towels, Josh. Not letting any Africans into the United States because the Omicron variant is over there. You know, the president of Malawi, I love this. This is hysterical. The president of Malawi ripped the travel ban as not only racist, but he called it Afrophobia. <laughs> Joe Biden not only did not want Kamala Harris to go to an integrated school, but Joe Biden doesn't want any Africans in the United States of America because they have cooties. But he he, he campaigned on the idea of a travel ban being racist and, and xenophobic. Suddenly it's not racist and xenophobic. And here's the thing. He's a politician. Politicians are stupid this way. Where's the news media? Huh? Come on. Come on, lefties. Where's, where's all of you out there talking about how racist it is to not let all those people who have different skin color from from the continent of Africa into the United States because it's super super racist to, to ban travel just because of the virus. Come on. Where's the where's the news coverage of that? Oh, you don't you don't see any news coverage that way? Oh, that's kind of weird. CNN's not going uh, wall-to-wall coverage on that? Hmm. Strange. Very very strange. Then again, it's very telling, isn't it? Got more coming up. News Talk 953. Louisiana's news channel.